You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode 85. Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited for today's show because I have two very special guests on this episode. The first guest is a little mini interview that I got to do with the winner of the Desert Down Ranchware giveaway. You guys, if you've been listening, you might have uh, heard a while back that we did a gigantic giveaway on Instagram back in like January or the end of December. I can't really remember when we started it, but it was a huge giveaway where I got to partner with a bunch of different brands and businesses to celebrate Desert Down Ranchware hitting 50K on Instagram. So we have picked the winner. She's been chosen and I got to sit down and just have a little chat with her and give her a little shout out. So that's who you're going to hear first. And then after that, I am got to do a very fun interview with my dear friend, Madeline Hansen, who is the owner of Written and Sage Design Co. And she started off as just the graphic designer that designed my wedding invites and has turned into literally one of my closest friends, which is wild because we've never actually met hopefully that will change soon but I love this girl so much she's the sweetest soul and she's so talented at what she does and she is a new mama as well and so it's been really fun to get to kind of walk through these paths of marriage and motherhood with her kind of at the same time and I'm just so stoked for you guys to listen to this conversation where we cover everything from her business to motherhood and balancing it all and just just hearing her story because she She's just such an incredible, sweet person. So I can't wait. I'm so excited. And uh, let's just jump right on in. Hey there, my name is Sarah Elrod, and you're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, where we talk about marketing, social media, branding, content creation, Western lifestyle, and so much more. We believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. I'm a cowgirl turned full-time entrepreneur. I've done everything from wedding photography to horse training, business coaching, and more. My mission is to help other Western women and men grow thriving businesses so that they can live out that small town dream life that they love while achieving bigger goals than they ever could have imagined. If you're ready to put in the work, grow your business, grow your brand, and enjoy the little things in life, and of course, get a little rowdy too, then you are in the right place, my friend. Let's do this. Well, hi, Marin. Congratulations for winning. You are the winner of the Desert Down Ranchware giveaway. That's so exciting. Yeah, I'm, I still like am in shock about like winning. <laughs> like when I got my package, it was just like so weird to think that it was all mine. <laughs> but That's so cool. Oh, so you got it already. I was wondering like when you were going to get it or if you've gotten it yet. What's your uh, favorite thing that you got out of it? So fun. Oh my gosh, that's hard. Um, I probably the jewelry case. I got this big jewelry case. I'd been wanting one for a while, but I'm still in college. So like, you know, I'm a broke college student. So I've been like saving up for one. So um when now, you know, I have my own. So it was gifted to me. That's so awesome. I love that. Well, cool. Well, hey, let's just um I just want to kind of get to know you a little bit and let everybody else get to know you and give you a little shout out. So um maybe people can come follow you and um yeah. see all your stuff. So do you want to go ahead and just like introduce yourself, share a little bit about you and then where people can come find you? 
Yeah, sure. Um, so I am Marin Graviel. Um, I'm from central Illinois, so I'm not really that like Western, you know, kind of girl, but, um, I come from a small town. Um, so half of my family are all farmers. So I grew up in, you know, the agriculture business and everything. Um, uh, right now I'm in college. Um, I'm going, studying to become a nurse. Um, so I'm really passionate about that, but yeah, I, things I do on the side. I just, I like to go hiking and I like to be outdoors. Um, and then I also have kind of like a little side business, uh, where I do calligraphy and like hand lettering. Um, so I've kind of made it like a little bit of a business. Um, I've been doing it for, I think six years now. So I'm trying to grow that a little bit. Um, but you know, it's kind of hard just to, you know, start, small, but, um, I'm growing it as I go, but I've been making signs and bags and just, um, a whole bunch of stuff like that. I, I mean, I literally just anything that has writing on it, I kind of just go for it and make it my own. So I've been trying to sell that, um, which is called mercy's written gifts. Um, but yeah, I just, I like to be creative and be outdoors. So, so awesome. Wow. That's so cool. I love choreography. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's so fun. I wish I was better at it, but, um, yeah, I love like writing words and things like that. (laughs) I know it's, it's honestly like the most simple concept, but people like love it for some reason. Really therapeutic. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. 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 No, it is. That's like one of the most fun things about it is that, um, people like my signs and it's fun to do. It's not like it's a really hard task. So it's nice for me to do it. So awesome. Well, I love that so much. So where can people find you and hang out with you on social media? And if they wanted to support your business, how do they do that? And just all the yeah. things. Um, so I'm on Instagram, um, Marin Grabiel. Um, my name is spelled M-A-R-E-N-G-R-A-Y-B-A-L. So it's just my name, the only one on there. Um, and then for my business, I'm also on Instagram, which is Mercy's Written Gifts, all just one word. Um, and then if anyone's interested in signs or is interested in a custom or anything like that, has any ideas, um, I'm also on Instagram. They can DM me. So yeah, I'm up to anything. So cool. Awesome. Well, I'm so excited for you. Everybody go check out her stuff. Go follow her for sure. That's so fun. And congratulations again. Yes. Thank you. Marin really was such a doll to talk with, and I'm so glad I got to sit down and just have that short little interview with her and get to know her a little bit. It's so fun being part of giveaways and actually getting to meet the people that are uh, the winners and, and who get to enjoy all of the fun goodies that were incorporated into this giveaway. So uh, thank you again so much to Desert Down Ranchware for including me and letting me be a part of it. It was the best. Make sure you go check her out and everybody else that was included in that giveaway as well. It was so, so fun. Now, without further ado, we jump into the main guest for this episode, Madeline Hansen. Well, hey, girl, hey. Thanks for being on the show. Hey. I appreciate you being here. For those who don't I know, know, it's about time. <laughs> I know, right? We've been talking about it for so long. Um, for those who don't know you, don't know what you do, all the fun things, do you want to go ahead and just like tell them a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so my name is Madeline Hansen, and I'm the owner and sole designer behind Written and Stage Design Company. I am 24, married to a 
loving and hardworking cowboy and raising a little cowboy alongside plenty of animals in sunny California. So fun. <laughs> well, yeah, you are a new mom. And for those who don't know, Madeline actually was the one that designed my wedding stationery. And she's like so crazy talented. Um, <laughs> I wish I had your graphic design skills. <laughs> um, but yeah, seriously, you are so talented. And I think you just have like such a cool niche, niche, however people want to say the word. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you kind of have done everything. You do like wedding stuff, logo design, like business branding. You're kind of kind of full of all the goodies. Um, so kind of, can you go maybe into depth a little bit about like specifically more of like what you do, who you specifically cater to and what kind of what your favorite things are that you do? Yeah. So, uh, written and sage design company has kind of like changed over the years. I started it in 2019 and it was born from like a weird series of events from my cat in college, breaking my laptop the last semester of college, uh, forcing me to get an iPad because I didn't want to buy a laptop. <laughs> um, and then, you know, also I had the worst breakup of my life and uh, I lost one of my horses. So to put it simply, I was at a low point in my life when it was, it was made and I was just praying for God's guidance as to like what I should do moving forward. And um, I just have always been artistically inclined um, from like drawing and sewing and calligraphy. And I really felt God pushed me in the direction of art. And one day I stumbled upon the app Procreate on my iPad and it's totally free, which is awesome because I didn't have a budget to like spend on nice tools. And I still use Procreate today. It's awesome. Um, and I just started doing graphic designs um, for my mom's business. She runs a feed store. Um, so I just like kind of did designs for her and like a new logo for them. And then a network kind of grew from customers that had other businesses that wanted me to work with them. And so I started doing client work and um, like for different small businesses and stuff. And then I decided that um, I wanted to do some things for myself. And that's kind of like, or like grew into um, like me doing apparel, which I sell or like stickers. And then um, I was getting married. So I thought I want to do my own wedding invites. And um, I love doing that. And so I've done a few others like yourself and um yeah it just been super fun yeah oh and they're so good I got so many compliments <laughs> on my wedding invites just saying everybody if you guys are looking for like something unique because nothing like none of the templates that they sell are like my style and I feel like Madeline did such a good job of 
taking just like my vision and literally just brought it to life. And I just love that. She took my colors into consideration. She even made like a little graphic thing for my bachelorette party. Like there were so many cute little details about the whole thing and it just turned out so cute. And I have so many extra uh, things that I got printed from the wedding and I just have them sitting in a box because I don't want to throw them away because I had to order like a minimum of like 500 or something. And I like didn't, you know, have that many people that I was inviting. So I just have all these extra ones and I'm like, I don't want to just throw these away. They're too cute. No, and I know. Just, like, I don't know what to do with all this random paper though. <laughs> so I don't know yet. I got rid of some, but I'm still keeping like a big stack of them and I, I'm determined to like make use of them somehow. Don't know how, but we'll see. <laughs> I'll just end up using yeah, I definitely scrapped, but I definitely scrapbooked mine. So you could at oh, least yeah. have one step for scrapbooking. <laughs> that is true. I will definitely be scrapbooking at least one. That's for sure. Um, cool. Well, kind of, can you like maybe go a little bit more into like just talking about your, because I know you said you were always kind of like an artsy drawing person. Like yeah. how, like, did you just, because I was kind of like that. Like I grew up really liking to draw and like color. And I was just always that kind of mm -hmm. kid. I mean, was that you too? Or how did you yeah. kind of realize that you had a knack for it? Yeah. Just growing up. Yeah. Pretty much. Like I can remember like my childhood friends, like the things that we would do would literally be sitting at my parents' coffee table, like drawing out, you know, and making little books out of like blank paper like what we wanted our lives to be like, even our house. And like, for me, it was, you know, pretty much the life that I'm living right now, like married to a cowboy, living with lots of animals and, you know, like out, out in like rural America. I, you know, I have a neighbor across the street, but then other than that, I live like in the forest. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so fun. I, I definitely have like similar memories from being a kid. I remember even me and this one friend in particular, we would go like so crazy. And I was like really convinced I was going to be an interior designer when I was a kid. Like I love, I don't know why, honestly, I think. <laughs> oh no, me too. I think it started from that game, the Sims. <laughs> and oh, I had yeah. it, I had it for like my computer and I would play that game for hours. And I didn't care about anything else other than like decorating the houses I just really liked to decorate all the little sims houses and so I think all of a sudden I was like I'm gonna be an interior designer but I remember me and my friend we would like make these like 3d like apartment setups we'd take paper and like make like this whole box and then yeah. we'd like make furniture out of like cotton balls <laughs> <laughs> just like glue it all together yeah and we would do that like every weekend and I just remember like thinking that was just so fun and man yeah I know me too. kids these days they don't like do stuff like that anymore <laughs> I think back everybody has like an iPhone at like age 10 and they're just like doing I know, so, many, so many different things and like I used to dig holes and dissect worms <laughs> oh yeah totally that's what my kid will be doing for sure right like playing in the dirt and like actually doing something versus just being on your phone all the time it's crazy how many things have like evolved so okay so you started off kind of doing like stuff for your mom and that kind of involved into like client work and things like that do you, I mean, would you say you have like a favorite thing that you do between like wedding stuff and like business stuff? Is that all kind of the same or is that, do you like one? Over um, 
I think for me personally, because I love clothes so much that I, my favorite part is like making designs for apparel that like I myself would wear. Uh, I do love doing client work because I feel like it keeps me re-inspired. The times that I like veer away from client work, I feel like I get burnt out in my own design. So I have learned over the years that like, if I have a couple clients, it keeps me inspired enough, but not like burnout that I can't do my own stuff. And on the flip side, you know, I'm not burnout doing, you know, just designs for myself because, you know, I overthink things like, is it going to sell or are other people going to like it? And, um, you know, it's reassuring to have like a mixed bag. Yeah. I could totally, no, I could totally relate to that. Cause I mean, I'm kind of the same way. And, and I feel like having that balance is important because I mean, even with, I feel like whatever industry you're in, but obviously like my main one's always been photography mm-hmm. and doing a lot of client work. It does. It kind of keeps you on your toes. It's probably a little more steady in some ways. And just it's, it, you have to, yeah, kind of force yourself to be creative in different kinds of ways. Whereas when you're working for yourself or doing like a, your own personal projects and creating content for yourself and things like that, it's, it is, it's kind of a totally different ball game. The pressure's kind of off, but at the same time, you know, it, it can be easy to run out of ideas or, or get inspired and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. kind of on that topic, like what are some ways that you get inspired for your designs? Like, how do you, what are some like places you do look at things? Is it, does it just come to you? I mean, how do, how do you kind of come up with different designs? It's definitely a mixed bag, like all of the above. Um, Pinterest is definitely a big source of inspiration. Um, and also just like where I live and the lifestyle that I I live, you know, like I live in Southern California, but I don't like where I am actually does not feel like California. It's, you know, like pine trees and sagebrush. And like, I have a seasonal stream running in front of my house. Like it doesn't feel like what people would consider like Southern California, but, um, definitely lots of inspiration there. Um, like there's so many, there's so much like rich California cowboy history that I feel like not a lot of people know about. And that's why I try to make a lot of my designs like focusing on like California cowboys. Like even my like slogan on my uh, logo is inspired by the tales of California's cowboys. Um, I'm 10th generation California and uh my family received the first Spanish land grant in California and then like my direct descendant uh brought sheep and cattle to the ranch and like started doing agriculture like using ranching as a way to make money which I think is really cool I have like that connection that's so cool. That's crazy to like have that history and to like know about it. That's so cool. Yeah. And, and tying that all in with your business, I think is so cool because it adds that like personal element into it. And mm-hmm. you're so right too, because I think when people think of California, I mean, I'm from California. Um, 
you're right. Like people obviously think of like all the big cities, they think of LA, they think Mm -hmm. of San Francisco and stuff like that, but they don't think about how much agriculture and things like that are Mm -hmm. actually happening in California. I mean, California is one of the biggest agriculture states and it's kind of crazy. And like, it's such, it's honestly such a good place to have like Mm -hmm. cows because of like the weather and everything like that. It's just, fortunate with like obviously the politicalness and everything and you know there's there's so many <laughs> good pros and cons but uh yeah. we won't get into all I that mean, I do feel very blessed though because like where I live I really don't feel affected by yeah. like the way that California is so okay. for me a lot of people are like aren't you gonna move I'm like no I'm not really like I'm not really affected by it and I'm okay with that <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's it it really is it's like a huge part of like the area you're in and probably the smaller communities you don't notice it as much kind of that's kind of how where it is like with my parents too I mean in surrounding Mm -hmm. towns you can kind of see it but in their little neck of the woods it's not as apparent and there's definitely there's definitely like spots in towns in California that are very like not what you would think when you think of California and um yeah. I mean, it's, it really is such a beautiful state. I mean, they <laughs> weather's great. Like, you know, it's, it's nice all year long for the most part. Um, yeah. but yeah, I, I love that you tie in like elements and I think it, I I've like really noticed that. I love how you just incorporate even just like little things, like little poppies in your designs and things like that, I think are so cute. And it's, it really makes you stand out as a creator and, and it, it does like establish you as like a, like a, a niche or like a, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Like it, it establishes you, you're like different in, in your industry. And I just, I think that's really cool. And that's important too, because I'm sure just like everything else, like graphic design could be kind of a saturated thing. Um, especially I feel like, I mean, I've talked to a lot of people about this in a lot of different industries, but I feel like the Western mm-hmm. industry is specifically getting bigger and Mm -hmm. growing a lot and you're starting to see more people in different types of industries become like western specific whatever they do which is really Mm -hmm. cool but I can imagine it can be challenging as well I mean do you feel like there's a lot of competition right now do you feel like that affects anything or do you feel like it's just kind of is what it is yeah, I mean, definitely like everything you said, it's it's saturated. Sometimes it's that's definitely a challenge to try to stay unique. Um, I mean, I feel like Instagram also makes that very hard because you're just like constantly bombarded with like other people's stuff and like trying to stay unique. And like, you know, I've seen stuff where like I won't even look at Instagram and I created something and somebody else in their own mind had made the same thing. And, um, that's kind of hard, but at the same time, like I, you know, I realized, you know, I, it came from my brain too. Like I'm not copying anyone or like, you know, just some people we get inspiration from similar places, obviously Pinterest being one of my inspiration or I am totally obsessed with country music. I have always been, I'm always open to new music, but I just go back to country music. That's just my favorite. And, you know, some lyrics to songs just like instantly I have an image in my head and I'm like, oh, I got to write that down to like draw later. And I mean, kind of diving into like why I love what I do. 
yeah. is that I get to like have an image in my head and like bring it to life yeah. and yeah yeah I love that like what you said about like music and and stuff like that because that's been that's been a huge thing even for me being somebody that even just I, I guess with photography but also just like my brand in general like I'll hear certain songs and certain lyrics and I'm like that's what I want people to think of when they think of like mm-hmm. my brand, you know, I want this visual or whatever, you know? And so I, I definitely have gone off like lyrics kind of in, in a different way as well. And, um, and I like what you said about like the competition, fact, if that's even what you, what you want to call it, but like the p- other people in your industry, cause it is, most people tend to get the inspiration from very similar things. I mean, a lot mm-hmm. of people are going to Pinterest and Instagram and, and things like that for inspiration. And so it makes sense that everybody's probably cross seeing the same type of mm-hmm. stuff. And so everybody's kind of, and things trend and it's natural for people to yeah. just go with the trends and like stick to it. And it is, it's like hard. I've noticed to kind of walk that line of people, obviously things trend for a reason. And so people obviously Mm -hmm. like trending things. So it's kind of a weird line to walk where you want to be on trend, but you also want to be original and, and do different things. So I've noticed Mm -hmm. that with my own stuff, with what other people are doing is, is you have to have that kind of balance of the two of like trying to be trendy and like feed people what they want but also trying to like throw something new out there and see if it catches on and maybe you start the trend or something. (laughs) Yeah. It can definitely be tricky. So what is something that has been the most challenging to you with everything that you've been doing and and working on and, and kind of in your different elements of graphic design that you work on? Well, I definitely would say being a new mom, ranch wife and a businesswoman has been a challenging balancing act Mm -hmm. Um, when I was pregnant I took a break from my business to like regroup and I felt very burnt out trying to stay unique in this saturated yet niche market and um, I definitely felt discouraged at times during my pregnancy like was I throwing away all my hard work or like to take this necessary mental break And I even called you about it and (laughs) you had given me an extra boost of confidence that it wouldn't be wasted and may even be better with like a fresh set of re-inspired eyes. And I think the funniest part and a reminder that this is exactly where God wants me to be is post-delivery. I was ready to go, like fully re-inspired, jumped all in and like gave my business my best effort and I do believe that's like really helped with postpartum like I I haven't really felt postpartum depression and I think it's just like me staying super busy so yeah it's I mean I haven't quite walked that path yet but it's coming very soon in August I'll be right there with you um but I mean I'm already feeling kind of just like the pressure of motherhood with business ownership and just trying to figure out like like there's just days where I'm like man I feel like I didn't get a lot done and it's just me all day like I should have all the time in the world and I'll feel like I didn't have any time at all to get anything done 
and I'm just thinking, man, once the baby's here, it's going to be that much harder. And it's just a matter of, yeah, I guess being just good with your time and and managing your time well. And I haven't always been super great at that, but (laughs) I work on it every day. (laughs) And, uh, right. Like sometimes I think I'm doing really great. And then I'm like, wow, I was on my phone for six hours today. Like, it's really like the reality check that, uh, your phone gives you like every Sunday or whatever, when it sends out the screen time report. (laughs) And I'm like, I wasn't on my phone that much. And it's like, oh, your average was like five and a half hours. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I don't feel like I look at it that much, but I guess I do. It's all those little tiny moments where you're just like, happen to open up your screen or whatever Mm -hmm. here and there. It's just, oh, it adds up so fast and it annoys me, but um, (laughs) yeah, I can imagine like trying to balance all of that out and, and going through that yeah, like that burnout phase of you're, you're having this huge life change, but you're also trying to keep this business going and moving. And I can just imagine that's like a lot of emotions and thoughts and feelings and everything all at once. Um, so definitely props to you for being able to kind of navigate through that. And I mean, I know it's like a never ending process from this point on, but (laughs) you know, I feel like you're, kind of getting into the swing of things. And we've definitely had our conversations, um, for sure. And just kind of getting to bounce ideas off of each other, I think has been helpful and just venting about life. Oh yeah. (laughs) It's helpful for sure. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy. Is it so, I mean, I guess as being a mom and like kind of stepping into that role and being a business owner, what is something that you've like focused on or like, how have you been able to balance that time? Like what's kind of your daily s- schedule? Well, I don't have one. That's <laughs> my daily schedule. <laughs> <Love> that. <laughs> um, you know, I think the biggest adjustment has been the, my window of opportunity, uh, to get things done. Uh, Barrett, my son is just two months and a few days old, which means he's eating every two, two to three hours a day. And also since I'm breastfeeding, that means he solely relies on me to feed him uh, for the most part, lest my husband is totally willing to help me out. And I love that. But um, only if I can remember to pump. And my mom brain is definitely a real thing. And most of the time I don't remember to pump. So I just have to stop what I'm doing and and feed him. Um Another challenge for me has been like, there's just days where your baby just wants you to hold them all day long. And, um, at times it's super frustrating. Cause I'm like, I just need to, um, yeah. rotate the laundry or like go feed my animals and like not even business related, just like minimum yeah. stuff. And I can't even do that. And it's an accomplishment to like feed myself and feed him. Mm -hmm. and maybe make the bed (laughs) right but um yeah I think like for me when I get frustrated I catch myself because I know that these moments of like just snuggling and getting to watch him grow up are so fleeting so you know I'm just gonna like cut myself some slack and enjoy the time that I have because family will always come before business for me Mm -hmm. and I'll drop everything to take care of Barrett and Wes so yeah like I said cutting myself some slack to figure out like his new schedule and to like 
really enjoy this gift that I've been given because, you know, a lot of people struggle with having kids and I feel very blessed that I get to stay home and watch him grow up. Yeah. I've been thinking about that a lot lately as far as just, and I mean, I don't know if your personality type is like this or not, but I'm very much the yes type of person. I just say yes to a lot of things and I don't think much about (laughs) it. I'm such a people pleaser and I'm just, my calendar could be full and somebody's like, oh, can you do this? And I'm like, yep, absolutely. I don't know how, but I'll Mm -hmm. make it work. And I just, I, and it's, it's bad. It is a bad (laughs) habit that I'm trying to break because not only does it burn yourself out, but usually you're, you know, not even putting your full effort into things because you're saying yes to too many things. And then you're just burnt out trying to still get them done. And it never ends up being that great. And, uh, yeah, I, I've definitely tried to slow down in the past couple of weeks, just almost preparing myself for that because I know once Mm -hmm. the baby's here, it's gonna, you know, it just is what it is. Like I won't be able to take on as much and, and I don't know, I guess in some ways I'm like, oh, well, at least I'll have a really good excuse to say no, (laughs) but, (laughs) um, you know, it's, that's hard, but I think like what you said about just giving yourself that grace and, and being understanding that you're a human being and you can't do everything all the time. And I think that's mm-hmm. something that more people need to give themselves. It's really hard, especially when you do have that entrepreneurial like brain and mindset. It's really easy to want to just do everything and do so many things and be good at what you're doing. But if you're trying to also be a mom and be a wife and just have some social time to yourself, it's, you can't, yeah. can't do it all. You know, you're not superwoman. So Um, yeah, I think that's really important. Like what you said about just giving yourself grace and, and being willing to accept that some things might just have to take the back burner for a while. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, some of the things that have like really helped me is just learning to be more flexible Mm -hmm. and forgiving of myself. Um, also setting myself up for success has been like a huge thing. Um, like pacifiers are everywhere for me. (laughs) And, um, I mean, even like recording this podcast with you, like I remembered to pump so that Wes, even though he's outside working on our house, he is, you know, able to like have Barrett and bottle feed him or, you know, my office is not really in my office very often anymore. It's like my couch, my kitchen table, (laughs) my bed, like really anywhere I could be. Yeah. And, um, my other thing was like having a space for Barrett wherever I am. So I have like a rocker actually in my office. If I do get to go in my office or Mm -hmm. I have an awesome baby monitor that, um, I can have, like, I can see him almost everywhere on my property if he's in the house, which is awesome. That was what I wanted. That's cool. And, um, like knowing that you have to work around their schedule. Like I've tried to fight it and it never works out ever. <laughs> so it's like work around their schedule. It's no longer your schedule. Yeah. And like allow your spouse or family to help you. Like I don't like having people help me. I want to do it all myself. It's not that I don't appreciate help. It's just my personality. 
and um, my in-laws and my parents have been great and Wes has been great, you know, to just like, you have to ask, most people don't step up for you. So you have to like ask for it. And that's been a challenge for me, but, um, and then also like allowing yourself that time to like, not be around them, like <laughs> to be your own person is really big. So that's the great thing about help too, is like my mom, she's like, you know, I'll take him and I'm going to walk away from you. And you're going to like sit and eat lunch by yourself and drink a full glass of water and like, you're going to be okay. And he's going to be okay. And like, this is good for you. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's so smart. I remember like my mom has like specifically said, cause when my brother was born, he had colic really bad. And so he was just crying like 24 seven. She's like, there was nothing you could do to like make him stop crying. And it was so bad. And she's like, there were days where, you know, your dad would be at work and I'm just there alone with him. And he is just crying and I can't make him stop. And then I'm calling your dad. Like, when are you coming home? (laughs) She's like, sometimes (laughs) I just had to put him like in his crib and just go take a shower. And like, he just had to cry for a little bit. And, you know, I think that's the reality is, I mean, I obviously I'm not there yet, but I, I can already imagine it is so hard to hear your baby cry, but it's not going to mm-hmm. kill them to cry for just like 20 minutes. It's going to be okay. Like if you need to just go yeah. take a hot shower and, give yourself a minute. If you don't have somebody that can come like, you know, take the baby or whatever for a little bit, like just set them down in a safe place. It'll be okay for like 10 minutes, just, (laughs) you know, cause I think it's so important. You don't want to go nuts (laughs) just trying to, you know, be there. And, and like you said, asking for help, being willing to, to ask for that help when you need it. I'm just like you. It is so hard for me to ask for help, even from Tyler around the house and things like that. You know, it's just like he, and he has no problem doing it. He is always so willing to be helpful. And he does a lot of the stuff on his own, like when he thinks about it, but I just, I put so much pressure on myself as like a wife and just, I want to be I want to be the entrepreneur chick, but I also yeah. want to be the housewife that like cooks all the meals yeah. and like cleans the house. And he comes home to this like sparkling clean house and I fail like so many times. And I'm like, well, the bed didn't get made today. Like it just is what it is, you know, whatever. And yeah, you kind of just have to accept like that's life and you're not going to be perfect at it and that's okay. And it's okay to ask for help. Um, yeah. Cause there's so many times. And where it's okay. That's so hard. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's normal. Everybody goes through it. And I think we see things like on social media of the people that have like these perfectly beautiful homes and you just think their life is like perfect like that all the time, but it's just a highlight reel. And I think the more people talk about it and you realize, yeah, everybody has a messy house at some point. Like they just took all the pictures on the day it happened to be clean. (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) Or it's just a small square of their house. Right. It's just that one corner. What is shoved out of the way? (laughs) Right. Oh my gosh. I'm totally guilty of doing that. Like taking a picture where it's like, oh, Oh, this looks so clean and organized right here, but don't look over there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So guilty of that. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. Well, kind of switching gears back for just a second, like kind of going back into like graphic design and, and what you're doing, 
Why do you think it's important for brides, business owners? I mean, whoever it might be, why do you think it's important for them to hire someone like yourself, like a graphic designer, like let's say for businesses versus just trying to do it yourself. Or, you know, if somebody, I mean, I guess, unless you're like mad talented and you already come from graphic design, you know, somebody that isn't experiencing that, why do you think it's important to have like a professional create your, you know, branding for you? Mm -hmm. Well, I definitely didn't come from a graphic design background. I didn't even study it in college. I studied animal science, but um, veering away from that, I think hiring a graphic designer for a business or a bride is always a good idea. I'm sure that kind of sounds like a plug for me, <laughs> but if you could, if I couldn't work with a client, I would still recommend the investment. Graphic designers are able to, like I said earlier, bring that image in the client's head to life and make it unique to them. Business-wise, it adds consistency and creates a brand that people can resonate with. Um, Also, a well-designed logo is like the initial thing that people see and are attracted to. Mm -hmm. Uh, Speaking for myself, I totally judge a book by its cover. I know that's so bad, but like (laughs) if the logo doesn't look good to me or like I'm not just attracted to what I see immediately, then like, I'm not really that interested. And so, um, and I feel like when people have like a really awesome logo, like they took the time to have like this visual story of like what their brand is. And uh, for brides, it's, it's your big day. I mean, you want like, every single detail to be perfect Mm -hmm. and I'm sure you'd agree hiring a graphic designer to create a wedding suite can take the stress off a bride who's doing everything herself and Mm. it doesn't have to break the bank Mm. um for me I did everything myself including my wedding invites but like obviously that makes sense but (laughs) right um you know like it adds cohesiveness throughout the whole event as well and I think like in today's world of Instagram like everyone wants it to be like cohesive and all work together and look beautiful and like since I designed your wedding suite like what would you say about the process and the end product I feel like the yeah I mean it was so easy to basically just say like, this is kind of the style I like. These are our wedding colors. This is our vibe. And I mean, really it was just something that the more I felt like the more I could just hand off to somebody else, like the better, because yeah, as a bride, like you're dealing with so many things. There's so many decisions you have to make. And I am the worst decision maker. I hate making decisions. (laughs) And so just being able to say like, this is kind of what I want, like here you go. And she just like sent back this like proof of like, okay, this is kind of what I got. And I was like, boom, perfect. Love it. And I, I kind of could relate that to even experiences that I've had with like logo design and things like that, where I am less likely to question it or like change my mind on something. If somebody makes it for me, I guess, where, cause I mean, I'm a big do it yourselfer, you know, I, mm-hmm. I like to design my own things. I like designing my own website and stuff like that, 
but with something that's going to be like very establishing, you know, like your wedding stationery or your logo or whatever. It's something where I found like anytime that I've tried to really do it myself, I change my mind a lot. Like I, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I don't like that font anymore. I don't like that design anymore. And I, you know, I don't have all the tech and whatever. So I'm just trying to like make it in (laughs) the cheapest way I possibly can on Canva or whatever, you know? And it's just like, it, I always end up changing my mind more. And so I've learned, I just need to be like a little more simple and timeless, but, um, and not, cause I think I would try to be really trendy too. And then trends change constantly. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, well, my logo is not on trend anymore. So I kind of just needed to go like simple and something that would be mm-hmm. a little more timeless. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I felt like the process of working with you was so easy and it took so much off my plate. And I mean, even though that might just be like such a small part of your whole wedding, like it really just made me feel so good. Like knowing they were so pretty and the photographer in me knew that my photographer was going to be doing like flat lay photos and those were going to be incorporated. And she even did these like she like made our story on these cards, which is one of my favorite parts of the whole thing where she did like a map of our love story. And it was really fun for me and Tyler's story specifically, because we kind of moved all over the place when we first met and been to so many places. And so having something that kind of showed all of that and talked about all of that was, I think, really cool because maybe not everybody that was at our wedding, like fully understood our story. Um, I mean, obviously a lot of close people to us did, but I think there are definitely people there that didn't really understand. We'd been to so many different places and there was so much about it. So I really liked having that like visual representation. And we ended up putting those on everybody's like plates at the reception. So I thought that was kind of fun, like a talking piece for when people sat down, mm-hmm. they could like talk about it. So <laughs> I really like that. I kind of want to get it blown up and like hang it in my house. on like a big thing. <laughs> I thought that well, was- I still have the artwork for you. So <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I'd be super down. Um, but yeah, it, I thought the process was really easy and you know, any like changes that I did want to make, it was like simple and and easy to just say, okay, like adjust this. I know I like told you to adjust the thing like a million times and you ended up being right. And I don't know, apparently I didn't know where Hinsdale was and you did. Cause I was like, I don't think that's where it is. And you're like, yes, it is. I'm like, oh I'm my like, God. I Googled it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, maybe I don't know where it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was so great. I really, I enjoyed all of it. Um, so love that. Don't want to get rid of any of it. I wish I could just like look at it all day. I, would it be weird to have like a giant f- framed photo of my wedding invite on my wall? <laughs> Come <No>. to the <laughs> first thing you see when you walk in. <laughs> I know, right? That would be so funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so what, I mean, overall, like you're obviously busy, you're a mom, you're a business owner, you're a wife, you're just doing so many things. And I mean, I know we've talked about a lot, but is there any like key advice that you would just throw out there to somebody that's somebody like me, that's about to enter into this world of just busy motherhood business, just all, I mean, even if you're not a business owner, just life in, in general is just busy. I mean, how do you, what, what would be your advice for someone like that? Um, prioritize, prioritize, prioritize. Um, and also knowing that like, you don't really have a schedule anymore. 
and um three arms are not really a possibility so just like um for me like prioritizing there's days where I check everything off my to-do list and there's other days where I maybe get half of one done and that's okay you know you are raising a little human and um to me that's like the best job in the entire world and um your someone had said to me your to-do list will be there tomorrow granted I don't think you should like procrastinate I am totally guilty of being a procrastinator um but um like just do what you can do there's only 24 hours in the day and prioritizing what you actually have to get done and what's most important to you like for me it's always um being able like when Wes is home he's a firefighter so there's a lot of times that I'm home alone so I can get more done but when he is home I definitely want to prioritize our time together especially with our baby and so you know there's times where like 4 30 5 o'clock like I'm done for the day when it comes to business and that's my time to like sit and either cook a meal with Wes or sit and feed Barrett while Wes cooks and then we like watch a movie or just hang out and talk and to me that's the best or like we'll go check our cows you know or something like that just something simple and like making the most of our time together whether it's going grocery shopping or he's building the house and Barrett's in the stroller or Mm -hmm. I'm in you know like whatever it is I think just prioritizing is the biggest thing and yeah like yeah, just like giving yourself grace for whatever the day brings because each day is different. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Would you say there's anything that you feel has specifically helped you grow um, the most like in your business? Has there been anything that you've done? Is there like a certain thing you've done or is it just over time things have evolved? I think definitely a combination of like things evolving me being a scattered brain before I was a mom you know like I just have as I've gotten older decided that like I can't do it all I can't like have a million ideas and accomplish all of them so just kind of like narrowing down my vision has helped and um I know this will sound like a plug for you but like in all honesty, your podcast has totally helped me. And like our friendship over time has 100% like pushed my business and like helped me be accountable. And like, I don't know, like just have like confidence in myself that like other women are doing this and I can do this too. And um, yeah, I just think like, I love listening to your podcast and I feel like every time I hear something new and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to try that out. And then I'm going to call you and tell you about it. (laughs) Yes. Always call me and tell me about it. No, I, I mean, thank you. And I love that. And, um, 
yeah, I mean, I, I definitely can relate to that because I'm kind of the same way. Sometimes I just need to listen to some other podcasts and, and kind of just kick yeah. my butt into gear and it, you know, kind of helps me in seasons of burnout or sometimes it's the opposite. Sometimes I have to listen to like a true crime podcast or something that has nothing else to do with business. I just need to completely check out and go do something else I like to do that has nothing to do with anything. And I'll get more inspired that way. And I think that helps a lot too. So that's cool. Awesome. Well, Madeline, can you tell everybody where they can find you online and come hang out with you and support you? And if they want to hire a graphic designer, where do they go? (laughs) So right now it's just Instagram, but, um, I'm in the middle of a website launch. So my Instagram is written in Sage, all one word I'm thinking. Shoot, I have to look. <laughs> you may have to edit that later. Hold on, let me. I'll confirm. <laughs> I think it's all one word. <laughs> I think it's all one word too. No, it, no, like, oh, it's great. In, underscore in underscore sage. All right. Don't thanks, ask, Sarah. Don't ask us to know our own <laughs> Instagram handles. You're like, how often do you even pay attention? But anyway, right now it's just Instagram, and you can uh, DM me or comment and like all my posts but um for my birthday my gift to everyone is having my this uh, my website officially launched with a full catalog of Yay. new designs and apparel when so, does it when does it launch do we may have- 7th that's my birthday so it'll be for my birthday <laughs> oh, fun I like it all right so you heard it here first everybody this will probably go up before that but uh definitely go check her out follow her on Instagram so you can see when the website launches so everybody can go buy stuff by the way the apparel is so cute and I'm not just saying that like truly it like kind of blew my expectations out of the water. Like, you know, somebody like wants to send you stuff and like, you're like, okay, whatever. And I'm thinking it's going to be like, like cheesy stuff that someone made with like their cricket, like no, no hate to like people. I don't even know how, maybe you do make it on a cricket. If you do, you do it really well because other, <laughs> other things that I've seen yeah. made with a cricket, you know, they're just kind of like, okay, whatever. Like, you know, I don't know. Anyway, not trying to trash on it. people, but like, no, no, there's, it's like, professional. Good to do it in a bad way. yeah, it's like so good quality. And I wear the hoodie all the time. I mean, it's a little weird now. Cause I got like a gut going on and it's like a cropped hoodie. So I got to wear like some serious high-waisted leggings to not feel like I'm letting my beer gut hang out. But, um, <laughs> I love the hoodie and it's really soft. And the t-shirt is like my favorite t-shirt. It's like simple. And I wear it like at least, at least once a week, if not more. I mean, sometimes you just wear things multiple times. Um, but yeah, seriously, the quality is so good. And I think they're just so cute and like easy, like designs, they go with everything. So love that. Um, cool. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for being here and being willing to chat and share all of your mom wisdom with us. (laughs) And you're giving me hope. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're inspiring me. <laughs> I needed yeah. the mama encouragement because I don't know what I don't know. I th- I'm like trying to prepare myself, but I know you can't. You can't even really prepare yourself for it. You just have to do it. You can't, but you're gonna do great. So that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Branded Cowgirl podcast. To stay up to date on the show, give input, ask questions, and more, make sure to join the exclusive Facebook group just for listeners. You can also follow us on Instagram and check out all of the show notes by going to sarahelrodblog.com slash brandedcowgirlpodcast. That's sarahelrodblog.com slash brandedcowgirlpodcast. And if you have not yet, make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts so that this show can continue to grow and get into the ears of more Western creatives just like you. All right, y'all, I will see you in the next one.